going to do something a little bit different. We, um, we often do a thing called the sevens, and we're doing a little version of that this morning. But we, we kind of thought because it's, a, it's probably the first Sunday that most of us will have been back physically in the same building, uh, we thought it would be lovely just to kind of reflect on a couple of questions. And, and we've, got, we've got some people that are already, already organized to speak on this, and others, others, you know, you may well have something that you want to um, pop into the conversation as well. Um, so, so we're looking at a couple of questions. Um, you know, what, what did we learn on lockdown? Apart from, I'm an introvert and I love being here, and do I ever have to see people again? Um, or, or, I'm an extrovert and I am going to go insane if this thing doesn't change soon. Uh, you could have had any, or anything between those two extremes. Um, and, and then part of it, I guess, is because, because we're a church, you know, we're, we're wondering about this question, and we're, this morning is the beginning of a series on, you know, what is, the, the flesh term of it is ecclesiology because that sounds so good. But but what does it mean to be the church? You know, we've we've been used to um you know you can you can click on, on the best speaker in the world, and and watch them speak. You can you can click on the on the best YouTube clip of the best Christian band in the world singing the most beautiful Christian music. And, you know, but why would we why would we do this? And so that's part of what we want to explore this morning. So I'm going to hand it on to Emma, and um, she'll take us from here. Good morning. Oh, good morning, everyone. Um, a special welcome if you're visiting with us this morning and to those joining us via Facebook Live. Um, yes, my name's Emma, if we haven't met, and yeah, we hope you can make yourselves at home here. Um, if you're looking for the bathrooms, they're just outside the double doors, and you're most welcome to stay for a cup of tea and some food um, at the end of our, our gathering together. What beautiful worship, and so beautiful to hear all of your voices together, and um, like Lloyd said, we're going to kind of hear your voices in a different way this, this morning as well. So um, don't panic. I'm not just going to point to, you know, if I haven't already arranged, it's totally optional for you. If you would like to, to jump up, I'm not going to force anyone. Um, but Jim, why don't you come on up? Um, and thank you so much for, for sharing with us this morning to kick us off. All my life you have been faithful. Lord, I haven't always been faithful, but Jesus, you have always been faithful. So it's uh, so great to be back. 81 days for us since we were in the building last. And as we've already heard, the, the purpose of this time now is a little different to usual. We're going to reflect a wee bit about what the last few months have been, how they've affected our thinking about church, perhaps or perhaps not. And uh, then what might that mean for the future? It's been so fitting that the teaching series through the lockdown period was Kingdom Life in a Broken World. And you might remember how beautifully Matthew way back kicked that off um, back in February. Oh, yes, okay. I could crouch down. This... Okay, so this is, this is one immediate impact. <laughs> we have to think about the camera. Hi, folks. <laughs> so th there, was, there was a wonderful way that, that Matthew started us before we knew what was um, about to come. 
And that teaching has been so rich right through most of the lockdown period from Lloyd, Johnny, from Emma and Pete. And then into the more recent series on Breakthrough. So you might realize, of course, that these series are planned well in advance. And the mapping for that was done uh, 9th of March. And I looked back and I saw that on the 9th of March, we knew that there were five cases of COVID-19 in New Zealand. But I don't think that we really understood what was about to come. We didn't really know what the lockdown was going to mean and that we didn't really know that our church was going to be closed for so long. And during that um, scheduling, when we look back in hindsight, it's quite strategic that Lloyd had put in for today's slot what he called a half-time reflection. So that now takes on a, a significance or we've repurposed it to, to be able to reflect and then look forward. And so it's an opportunity now for us to think if we haven't already been thinking about that church in the Zoom era, what it's become, uh, what hopes we have for what it might look like going forward. So my thought at, at this moment in time actually is that the church was never our idea in the first place. Uh, we didn't really create it. Jesus gave life to the church. And what he does is call us to love and care for the church and for all those who call it home. And exactly how that looks has changed over time. And maybe we're experiencing some changes right now and there might be changes um, in the future. I'm really thankful to Lloyd and to Vicky and Emma for the way that they've, in a sense, seamlessly um, continued their care and nurture for the church as an entity, a local entity, and for us over these last few months. So thank you. It could be that what they've done is ensure that nothing essential has really changed. The fact that we're able to be here this morning is testimony to the call that we feel to be together and to be a worshipping family. So, Jane, would you like to come and share some of your experience? shorter so do I have to move forward <laughs> um, as most of you know um, we were going through quite a major life change <laughs> for us at the time of all this happening and um, and as we were planning it I thought well at least church was going to stay the same <laughs> but it didn't happen did it and um, Jim had given me this little plaque saying trust in God it, my birthday in January and I looked at that very frequently and part of for me of trusting in God sometimes when you're facing something new is to look back to see what he's done in the past and I thought back when I was a child that we had a car accident and um, it was further to walk to our old church so we changed churches and 
consequently, that was where I met Jimmy. So, you know, there was only six or seven when that happened. So, and, um, yeah, that's right. So, but, yeah, but we didn't really get to be real friends till a bit later on in the night. Yeah. But, um, but also then I, I thought about it other times, you know, like when you've got young children, how um, you, you're out doing other things with the kids. You're not listening to the whole sermon, not listening to the whole worship. And I thought, well, I got through all of that with three kids, you know, because I listened to inspirational tapes because in those days, you know, didn't have podcasts and things like that. And um, I had fellowship with friends and, you know, that was all right. And I thought, well, you saw me through that time. And then we went to Faith Bible College um, and I thought I wouldn't have a car to take the family to church because, and they arranged it that I could have the car and Jim didn't need to. And then we didn't have a car, the second part. And there was always somebody that took us to church every single week. And I thought, well, you tr- I trusted you through that. You got me through that. And then I thought, oh, well, just lately last year when we were away and um, we weren't in places because we were on these tours that we couldn't get to church. And um, But we managed to listen to podcasts and listen to worship and, you know, just the ordinary daily readings and, you know, what I mean? It, we coped, but boy, it was good to be back. <laughs> and, um, and good with a few times we did get to church. And I thought, okay, well, this is just going to be different, you know. But that first service... Well, we hadn't left home at that stage, and, and everything really was in a turmoil at that point. We didn't know whether we are going to be able to move because that was, you know, well, as it turned out, Thursday was lockdown, and we were meant to move on Thursday, you know, and so it really was trusting. Those are the words. And um, But I thought, this is a lot better than podcasts. You know, just the fact that we could see each other, that was number one highlight. And and that, you know, we could have a worship beforehand. It wasn't perfect, but you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like what we had this morning. And then then I thought, okay, this is going to be okay. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And um, and when we came each, each, le- you know, each week, I was really enjoying it, you know. But Easter was very, very special. I don't think I've ever had such a personal... Easter service, Sunday service is what we had. Yeah, I really, even that it was so different, it was just, there was so much of us as a family, as a church that Sunday, and it was a real highlight of all the Zoom Zoom times. Yeah, that was one. And then um, when everyone else could come back here, but we couldn't because of our son, you know, and... Um, that weekend, we'd broken um, our bubble with the three of us with Annabelle and Simon, and they came. And that was the next highlight, to be able to worship as an extended family in our lounge, but still to be part. And, you know, it was Pentecost Sunday, and um, I, when the boys, you know, got a bit of love, <laughs> I, I had planned in advance because I felt the Lord say, okay, tell them a story about Pentecost Sunday. So as... Some of you know that I taught Bible in schools many years. And so I had some pictures. So I told them the story of Pentecost Sunday. And that was special, you know, because you just learn. You just adapt it to their ages. And that was really, really special for me. And then then finally today, coming back to seeing everybody. But they're not here because Simon's got a sore throat. But, um, yeah, 
it's good to be back because this is home and this is family. But looking forward, um, I've just got a thankful heart for the family that I'm part of. I, I think I learned things during that time, but I just I think it reinforced the fact that no matter what happens in the future, God makes sure that I can fellowship with others. And I'm thankful that I live in New Zealand, that I can do it, and that I'm not in some of these countries where it's not free to be a Christian. Or at the moment, I'm, we're free here in this nation to be able to be in this room together. You know, um, so many throughout the world aren't. And I just pray that they've been looked after the way that we've been looked after during this time. Thank you, Jane. That's so beautiful. And, I, I, you know, that word trust is a big one, isn't it? And... Um, the other thing that kind of stood out is you said, you know, well, this is just going to be different. And I think that, you know, nothing's been able to stop us being church together. It's not a building we come to or a, a thing, a service we go to. It's it's us, you know, we as a church have been able to stay the same. And, and that's so beautiful, we, though it might be different. Thanks, Jane. So now we've got an opportunity. If you're sitting there and, and as Lloyd mentioned, the, the two different kind of questions that we're looking at, you know, what did you learn personally um, through lockdown for yourself or, or for you as church? What did you miss about church? What, what do you hope that we would, what's the kind of precious parts that you'd really hope that, that we can carry forward even though we're able to meet together again? So is there one person who would like to share for a minute or two something that's on your heart or something that's, that you're sitting with that you'd like to share? Dum, dum. <laughs> Sarah, yeah, come on up. I see that hand. <laughs> don't trip on the cords because unless it's the Holy Spirit, we don't want anyone falling over. <laughs> um, I think through lockdown, um, especially as a new mum, I mean, the whole of like Noah's... Um, I guess first year of life journey has been like a bit isolating um, because of various things like the beginning of my pregnant, um, his life being quite hard and then there was the measles thing so we had to be really careful and then we kind of went straight from like that easing up into lockdown so I kind of went through lockdown fairly like it wasn't really different for me like it, I was reasonably prepared it felt kind of normal in fact and it was actually nice having cars around more working from home. So um, it was a beautiful time for like those two in particular. Um, but I guess even though as much as I was and it like had been prepared for being reasonably isolated, it was still really difficult. And I think the thing about being reunited with family and friends and um, with church family is just the encouragement that you get as a human and individual and for me in particular as a mother um that so many of you love like um cousin and cousin and I and Noah and um are so generous with your love and cuddles and time and entertainment for him and I think um it's not only encouraging for me but for him as well um this is our first Sunday back at church in person and he it's like you know he never spent any time away you know like he's so comfortable and at home and happy to see lots of your faces and um happy to roam around this environment that he has I think really missed so um yeah I think even though you know I didn't um yeah the isolation wasn't like hard on us I just think you know the thing that I've learned is just how much community is um 
so encouraging, even if, um, I don't know, like um, Lloyd often says, you know, like you're, you're an introvert or, um, you know, you don't <laughs> like love being with people all the time when it's taken away from you. Um, I just think, uh, yeah, I just get so much encouragement um, from, from being together. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Sarah. And Noah turned one last week. So that's a, something to celebrate. <laughs> and well done, you guys, for that first year. Such great parents. Um, and the kids are such a big part. Um, sorry, I'm just getting tips from my producers around the camera. Um, <laughs> the, um, for me, one of the things that stuck out during lockdown, man, I just miss seeing the kids. Like, it's easy enough to ring an adult and talk to you guys, but the kids just bring something so precious in a church that we, we just need to honour and celebrate. And, you know, like, that's actually... They are such a big part of, of who we are, and so that's been one of the joys of coming back here and being able to see the kids again. So um, thank you, Sarah. Will, why don't you come on up? Should we just ditch this and then we'll have a... Yeah. Is this... Yeah, we're good. <laughs> huh. um, well, thanks for letting me... Uh, inviting me to share... Um, so I was just thinking back on the lockdown and before the lockdown and just I think my personal response and the the whole of um, society's response here in New Zealand and overseas was um, that there was a lot of panic like in the face of the crisis and like our impulse was to consume like we're like okay we've got to go buy as much as possible and Obviously, like, we were going into a lockdown, so we needed um, stores of things. But even though we'd been reassured that the supermarkets were going to be open, we still needed to, we felt that impulse to, like, buy things. And I think that was really um, enlightening to see how that was how we tried to cope with this crisis. Um, you know, Corrine, <laughs> Corrine reminded me that we've still got so much soap to go through. <laughs> we went a little bit overboard with that. Um, and I, I think it was just a moment of being um, shown on how like embedded I am in the culture that I live in, that we are a culture of consumption, and um, that's how we deal with feelings we don't like and uncomfortable times. Um, yeah, and I think um, just being in lockdown and not having all the opportunities to consume that maybe I'd want to have, um, obviously the, the online shopping went crazy at the end, but um, it was just a, a chance to, to be at peace and to be content with what I had and um, to enjoy being close to my family, to Corrine and Nina, like, I wouldn't have been able to see Nina grow so um, so closely um, as I did in that time. So that was a huge blessing. And then um, for those of you who don't know, um, Karina and I live in a house bus on Lloyd and Vicky's land. Um, and, you know, living in a bus has already forced us to live simply. Um, and I think, like Jim was saying, in terms of being prepared for this time coming. I, I think like kind of God had led us into that and that for this time, you know, uh, we were just we're just so blessed to be there and um it was yeah that 
the, the some of the stresses that maybe have, would have been there weren't there for us. So we were really lucky. Um, yeah. And then in terms of um, what I miss from church, absolutely, um, I missed worshipping together with you all. Um, that was the big thing, um, both playing and, and being in the congregation, singing. Um, but I think also I, I was really kind of heartened to see and feel, I, I really felt it, how uplifting and encouraging it was to come together, even though it was on Zoom. And I think it, it just showed to me that um, even though like all of the, 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 the practical and physical things had been stripped back, like our community remained intact and it, it thrived and it, 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 was, um, it was really healthy. Um, so that was really encouraging to see. And um, well done to Emma and Lloyd and Vicky for the work that you did um, behind the scenes, bringing it all together. I think you did an amazing job. Um, yeah, and then I think just with that, it just kind of um, emphasized the importance of the personal life that we have with Jesus, that we can't come and rely on the, the institution of church. We, had to, we have to have that personal life. Um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks, Will. And um, just while you're here, one of the things, obviously, we're really in a really good position in New Zealand in terms of COVID, but we're really aware that a lot of countries are really impacted a lot more. And one of the things um, you'd put it in a, like a little notice in our e-news this week about some friends of yours in Nepal that are obviously being hit in quite a different way and still really vulnerable. So would you mind just taking a minute to share with us about that? Yeah, sure. So um, I've been to Nepal twice um, in 2007 and 2012. And um, while there, I, I met a couple who, from their very early 20s, had started taking on either orphans or um, they, they had a lot of kids are sent to Kathmandu to get an education from this, the outlying v villages. And um, that they, they, we um, went and supported them at the orphanage that they run. And um, I got a message from Dev this week that... Uh, they're really struggling because the Nepal government is, um, they've got this really strict lockdown, but they're not really supporting the people and they're not really doing any kind of health um, precautions or really looking after people. Unfortunately, people are only getting diagnosed with COVID after they've died and um, the community he's in is really struggling, like um, just starting to run out of the basic basic things like food and all of that. And so he, he's kind of asked me for help um, financially. So I just wanted to put that to you all, that if you're willing to support and provide them, they're an amazing couple. I, I, can, I couldn't speak highly for, enough for them. So it, if you could spare, um, I think you can put it into the urban bank account and just tag it um, with Nepal. That would be amazing. Thank you. Thanks so much, Will. Yeah, it's, it's good to be able to help in different ways and as we're able to. All right, now we've got another opportunity for one lucky person to come up and share their uh, reflections. So who would like to come? Fiona, come on up. Tell us what, tell us what little gems you've got. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were really blessed to get to know our neighbours better. 
Um, and to have Easter at home was just amazing. Like they have these all these days off where you're not going away, not driving anywhere. And it was this weather was so beautiful and going for big long work walks. We are so blessed to live in West Auckland where walking around the streets of Tirangi was like going for a bushwalk. I mean, it was just so beautiful. And walking down to French Bay Beach when the tide was in. Um, it, yeah, we were so, so blessed. And my work was more stressful than normal, but home was less stressful. And I must be one of the introverts because I didn't mind not coming to church. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we were so blessed to get to know our neighbours. Like, because I'm a nurse, they did that, you know, clapping at six o'clock thing for a while. And then they wanted me to go out and stand on the road and they clapped and there were no cars. So I stood in the middle of the road and the neighbours clapped. And it was so, I mean, it was embarrassing. But, um, <laughs> but it was, um, yeah, we, oh, and now we've lost it again. Now, I'm, now we're not seeing the neighbours again. But for a while there, we were really seeing them. And we were sitting at the end of the driveway talking to each other. And we've been in the same house for 30 years. And we got to know people that had been there for the same length of time. And we'd hardly even talked to them before so that was really cool but uh, but it's fantastic to be back worshiping just this morning's worship time was amazing thank you lloyd and hyreen wherever you are yeah that's what i'm probably miss the most the, the live worship you can't get that any other way so yeah i will keep coming to church <laughs> <laughs> that's good to see you guys and that's you know that is an amazing thing that a lot of people, I think, would have learnt about just connecting with their neighbours and um, suddenly that shift, you know, that's something that we can intentionally carry forward if we if we can kind of keep that in mind and find ways to keep um, getting to know our neighbours and, yeah, having that local kind of connection. Thank you so much. And Sarah, Sarah Valentine. Some of you might not have met Sarah, um, but everybody, this is Sarah. She's lovely. <laughs> Sarah, this is everybody. This is Urban. <laughs> um, and you've been coming to Urban now for, I don't know. Before lockdown, definitely, yeah. yeah. But, um, well, thank you so much for sharing with us this morning. So tell us a little bit about what, what's been significant for you. Um, I actually normally love being in front of people, but I feel really nervous. <laughs> so I think it's just because there's so many faces. I don't, you know, I haven't really got to know you, but... Um, during lockdown, I just wrote things down. Otherwise, I go into sort of stage mode. <laughs> um, and I don't want to do that. So um, um, I just found that I learned during that time that my heart and mind had not been still for a long time. And um, that I tried for a long time to work everything out in my mind. And um, I didn't realize how busy my mind had got. And just to give you a bit of context, I been in quite political situations um, and um, that had kind of wounded my soul and you know you get to sometimes you feel like you need a lot of wisdom all day and you're just praying God give me wisdom so that I do the right thing in each moment and that was that was really wearying on me <laughs> and um, so I just felt like God gave me a moment of rest and that was really I was really grateful it was like I felt like God rescued me in a moment yeah it was really nice and um and just to learning just to be and not to try and just to be and, and not to have to, sometimes I think I even perform for God, you know, like, and that's part of, um, just, he was just like, just chill out, you know, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in terms of like um, the church question, um, it's kind of 
bit of a um, funny one for me to answer because I was sort of just, it just sort of started and then it sort of stopped. <laughs> but um, I do love, there's something beautiful about feeling the presence of people and, you know, what you can what you can feel about people and you can communicate without even having to talk sometimes. That's what I love about um, coming back to being with people. But, um, um, but I suppose um, because I just started coming, it was just nice to connect. Like we had these great Zoom times and that was great and get to know people. Um, but I thought, I hope that you never lose, and what you never lose in this, community is the warmth and love that radiates from it because um, when I came here originally a couple of years ago I came by mistake and um, <coughs> and um, I was meant to be checking out another vineyard church because my friends were going there and I was like yeah yeah and I showed up here and I'm like where is everyone <laughs> but um, then I moved back up to um, Oriwa to do some of my some other my art stuff and um, when I came back, I was like, oh, you know, my heart sort of felt like it could rest. Like there was something, my heart was like, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so um, that's why I hope that, you know, sometimes like things change, but never let that part of you change. That's what, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Well, we're glad that you found us by mistake. Or, <laughs> or was it a mistake? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Um, I think time-wise, we're needing to move on. Um, Vicky's going to be leading us through communion, but it's so good to be able to share. You know, there's, each one of us could, we could probably sit for hours or days and, and share the God that's kind of, that, you know, what God has done or shown us or, you know, the things that, that we, um, yeah, that are, that are treasures for us to take forward and, and we'll certainly find ways to do that. Um, you know, there's, if you want, come for lunch. A few of us are going to go for dumplings. You know, it's cool just to be able to share stories um, casually as well, but also just to, to be catching up over meals and things again is, is really special. But we'll also, yeah, we'll find ways to keep keep kind of sharing um, what the precious things are. So, Vicky, would you come and would you lead us through communion? Thank you so much. My name is Victoria Rankin. If we haven't had the privilege of meeting, so it's great to be together. And I hope if you're a guest here today, you've just got a bit of a snapshot of what it feels like to be part of a community of faith as in this urban vineyard. And it is wonderful to be together again. It's very rich. And I, I just have loved hearing some of the personal reflections. And if you do have time to catch up with Emma for lunch and, and go and join her, um, I'm sure there's a lot more stories to be shared. So, <clears throat> But it's just good to hear the personal reflections and the stories and also the future hopes for our lives and the life of our church moving forward. So thank you so much to each one of you. Um, I could digress, but I won't. I'd love to talk about some of my stories, but I'm going to stick to doing communion. <laughs> Very restrained. Um, but I'd like us to share communion this morning um, together from the table. We're going to have two people serving the bread with tongs, um, just as where we are at with our descent in level one. Um, but yeah, just sharing communion. Um, and we're, it's a place for us when we come to the table where we recenter ourselves and where we remember the completed work of Jesus on the cross uh, on our behalf. And, you know, this is the first time we've participated this morning in story and in, in laughter and worship uh, and joy. And I'm sure we will in prayer as well together at some point. 
but it's the first time we've also participated in this meal together here at Urban. And I feel so grateful to be to be here, be part of this community, and honoured actually um, to be part and among such faithful followers of Jesus. So um, we welcome you too if you're joining us on Facebook Live to participate in your homes um, and share communion together with those you're with and to, to feel connected to us as we do too. You know, we read in the book of Acts, Acts 2, which is, you know, where so many of the marks of the early church, but Acts 2.42 talks about the believers being together, devoted, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, the sharing of meals, which includes the breaking of bread, and to prayer and other things. But a couple of standouts, let me just share those before we um, take communion together this morning. <coughs> a couple of standouts this morning from that passage. First of all, they were devoted to teaching. They listened and they learned together. They were interested and wanted to grow in grace and knowledge of who Jesus was, and they wanted to do it together. Um, they were open and teachable, and they wanted to follow Jesus' demands. They were demands for compassion and for empathy for others. So being together was about listening, about learning, about being open to, to growing together. And secondly, <coughs> they ate meals together, which I hope we do a lot more of, quite frankly, now that we can access one another's dining room tables or um, various cafes or spots, and it doesn't have to be flashy, but a cup of tea and a piece of cake or a cracker. Um, but we take time just to be together and actually just share the story and not worry too much about the food. <laughs> wasn't in the notes um but they did they ate meals um and they shared the lord's supper they shared communion or the eucharist or they broke bread or however you would like to say it as jesus had asked them to and as they did this they knew that the risen christ was among them by his spirit he was present he was active he was involved in their lives and they did it together so i'd love us to be mindful of just a couple of those two thoughts as we um as we take this time together as we come and take communion if Jackie and Rosemary would like to come um, let's be teachable ourselves let's be open and soft-hearted to his word and his action in our lives um, he may speak through others he may speak through the preaching but let's be open to growing and learning from one another and secondly when we take the bread and the cup this morning let's have that expectation that we read about in Acts that his transforming presence is here um, and he does want to be at work in our lives each and every life in whatever we are facing here today and that can take place as we as he he's doing a transformative work as we remember what he did on the cross let's remember too that we're not alone this shared meal it reminds us um, that we are a body because of jesus's work that we're connected to each other that we are not alone and um, that's been reiterated over and over again this morning, whether it was through Zoom or even being in this building. We're not called to do this alone, and we're called to share this meal together as well. So let me, let me pray, <coughs> and then we're going to take um, communion together. Let's just open our hearts before him to hear from him. Lord, I thank you for your sacrifice that was complete on our behalf and for your action in our lives today. And as Colossians 2 tells us, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. And we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that your sacrifice has brought us peace. 
you are peace in this world. And we invite your spirit to transform us and renew us and recenter us today. In your name, Jesus. Amen. So let's hold that, you know, almost come to, come to the table this morning with a sense of anticipation to expect him to minister to us, to meet us, and to feed us um, through, um, through what he has done. God bless you, church. Emma, do you want to come? Are you going to do some worship now or later? Let's, let's not be slow. <laughs>